Hello fellow coaches, it's Angela here, I hope you're well. So we've all heard the term gaslighting, it's a really modern term, but online etiquette is something that's really important, particularly for introverts, because those negative comments, those situations where it's not goodwill opinions that are coming across to you, they can take you out and make you not want to be visible online. So today we're unpacking this whole topic with gaslighting and goodwill. Join us for a superb conversation. Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. Well, welcome to the Visible Coaches Podcast with Angela and Anka. Oh my goodness, do we have a topic for you today. Oh, please, just want it, if you're driving, be careful and maybe even pull over to the side because we're talking about online posting etiquette, gaslighting versus goodwill, manipulation in the online space right now in the way that people are expressing themselves, promoting themselves, and also genuinely how I had an incident very recently that if I hadn't have taken some action on it, I would have gone back into my greatest fears around visibility and not wanted to show up at all. So if you are struggling sometimes to show your face online, to feel as if they don't know who to be online or how to actually get your voice heard um, and it just feels like visibility is, is a real stumbling block for you, then you might be interested in some of the situations that I've found myself in um, in the last week or so and also to give you permission to really understand the difference between uh, what's going on and how to help yourself so that you can stay visible to, to promote genuinely your services. So with that in mind on context, as it were, um, I shall say the overview of the story without naming names. I'm going to protect the guilty here. But I thought I posted um, a testimonial, really great way for people to see our value. So I posted a testimonial and I also happened to make a comment in there. I thought I was making the comment about that coaches and consultants have a variety of different people that they can actually work with. I had actually worked with somebody online who was a nuts and bolts offline um, tech uh, um, business, as it were, and worked with the owner. Really great relationship over six months, grew his team, grew his business, etc. introverted person, great relationship. He's now gone on to work with somebody in his industry and taken his business on further. And I happened to put his testimony online with maybe a little say, I don't know, I didn't think it was controversial around that there is such a thing online at the moment as 
pyramid selling in the coaching world. There's a little bit of a toxicity in there. I don't think this is not common knowledge. It's that if people are selling things that they've not done themselves or that they're, um, you know, promoting it by way of if you don't invest, then you're missing out or there's only this formula. This is the way forward or coaches coaching coaches in a way that's just selling the same old formulas to something else. I wanted to maybe bring a different perspective that actually there's lots of opportunity for coaches and consultants in all walks of life, online and offline, to make a difference and to help different people. Who'd have thought that would have been so controversial? Okay, but straight away, I think this people wanted to understand about what I was talking about on pyramid selling. And somebody that you know, nobody when, when somebody comments on a post of yours that says, "I just had to chip in." There's no nobody needs to just chip in. That's just not a truth. Okay, um, but the person, and it doesn't mean that we can't take criticism, but some or a different alternative idea. But this person chipped in and used the whole post without real context as a way to self-promote herself and actually, shall we say, put me in my place or at least give an alternative truth that she hadn't really understood the, the you know, the part of the post I was going at because we wear glasses, don't we, of our own perception and we read into things what we want to read into it and then we go post our opinion on things, which I think is very different from an experiential grounded core truth about what you want to stand in the marketplace for but opinion to me no somebody said learn the difference between fact and opinion uh fact is something that's like gravity it's a truth no matter what it is just what it is like for instance you're singing flat you're singing sharp you have not sold enough places on your course opinion is i think you should have done this that or the other know the difference folks because that is one great way that you can kind of come away from this but anyway I had such a reaction to this because I knew the person. In fact, I'd done some work for the person and days gone past. So I felt really violated in lots of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with that for me was I didn't. I, it made me not want, not want to show up online. It felt like gaslighting to me. It wasn't a goodwill post offering a different perspective on, you know, the coaching industry. It was gaslighting. And I think we have to know the difference to know what to do. But it was the reaction. I'm... I'm, you know, I can stand in front of thousands on the stage. I've been trained for that, but I really struggle at times with visibility. You know, that might seem odd to people, but I really do because of that very unsolicited reason that people feel that because it's online, they can take a pop at you or create an opinion or self-promote in a way that's got zero goodwill towards it, zero partnership, zero, you know, collaboration. And it's another opportunity to just jump on it and throw your stuff in people's faces in a way that they would never do if you were in a room offline. There is just, we've lost the art of etiquette here in communication. It's become a lost art because, you know, but you must realise people actually seeing what you're doing. Anyway, so my only way through this story, and I'm passing over to Anka, is that I had to do something which I've never done before. And I was, and I realised how nervous I was of doing it, which was to unfriend and block on every channel that I was on with this other person. Because if I didn't, at this point in time, I would have wanted to go hide in a cave and not wanted to post again anything, testimonial, opinion, or anything. So it took me a couple of days to really come out the other end of it. And at the back end, I had to... What it did, though, is it drove me to work out what I wanted to stand for and what I wanted to say online and how I wanted to behave and what I wanted to do. So um, 
that's that's where I want to take this topic, Anka. So I'm going to come over to you on the back of that story because I think that's something that people could experience. They probably witness it on other people's posts. They may be scared to put things out there because they're worried that it might happen to them too. Um, so Anka, you know, take us take us forward into the conversation from here. I think this is such a brilliant story to share because I think it's actually at the heart of most people's reluctance or resistance to posting. It's that fear of judgment, right? Because if you imagine standing on a stage, you know, and you have an audience and you know that these are your friends, that these are people who've come to see you succeed, you're going to be delighted to perform, right? But the moment you have a suspicion that people aren't there with goodwill, they're not there to see you succeed. In worst case scenarios, they're there to look for something to pick on, to see you, to find something to take apart, to come down on you. And everybody knows, like, whatever you're doing, there's always something that somebody can take and twist and turn and use against you. Like, your excitement about saying what you were going to say in front of those people is immediately dampened. And I think, you know, exam situations are a great example of that. You know, and I think a lot of the time that's what it feels like online. And I think you could almost look at, like, if you have that sensation that somebody's like, ooh, you know, well, the thing is, if you think about whatever you're posting, like your ideal clients aren't going to be those people. Like your ideal clients will look at what you put out with goodwill. So you can already kind of judge by your emotional reaction to, to what's being said. That's not somebody who's going to be a great client. Maybe they're not even a potential client. They definitely won't be a good client because if somebody's out to kind of like get you in some way, you know, so, well, that can then be the signal to, yeah, you know, remove yourself from the, if ignore it, if it leaves you cold, remove yourself from the situation if you can. And don't worry about it because they're not your people. They're not your people, right? And I think if it, if it means you have to block them so that you kind of don't feel watched and judged, well, that's the good thing about online. You can. Like, you know, if you bump into them in, at a networking event, it's much harder and it's much more awkward, you know, but online it's like, yes, people can say stuff, but you can also remove them from your world. And there is no need to hesitate with that. There's no need to get yourself into those uncomfortable, like you, there's no need for you. There's no obligation for you to respond. There's no obligation for you to, to defend yourself in any way. You know, I remember I posted, <laughs> reminds me, like I posted something quite a while ago and it was a story about my grandparents, right? And it was all about like the point, just like you, the point I was making was how my grandma died with her music still inside. And that's really what's driving me to kind of support people to to get out and, and create what they want to create, right? Now, I had started the story with saying something how my grandpa kind of wasn't helping, you know, <laughs> because, and so you had like a whole bunch of people went to my grandpa's defense, 
quite viciously, you know. And they're kind of like, well, you know, and they're like, went on to defend grandpa. And I'm like, that is funny. He wouldn't have liked you either. Right? <laughs> you know? So it was, and it was like, initially it was just like, you know, some were just an opinion. Some were pretty quite nasty, you know. And I'm like, well, all right then, you know. And the, the good thing was that post got so much attention and so much visibility. I'm like, thanks, mate, you're an idiot, right? But it's like, People kind of make judgments. It's like, yeah, like you don't know my grandpa. Like, I don't like, no, he wouldn't have liked you either. <laughs> so it's like, what are you doing? And I think it's it's so easy to feel like derailed, you know, when when it's helpful to remember that you have the block button, you can remove yourself because the thing is they can't do like there's no impact. If you remove yourself from the situation, you know, you go and you're going to be, you vent somewhere and, you know, like you go vent somewhere and, and then you just keep showing up, right? And if these, you only care about the people that you're out to serve, you know, not somebody else who tries to piggyback on on your content to promote their own stuff, not some some, you know, some bloke who tries to defend my grandpa who you know, passed away like 30 years ago and he didn't definitely had no reason to, you know, it's like they, they're not relevant. They're not relevant. And it's helpful to remind yourself that you don't need to get dragged, allow yourself to get dragged into that. It reminds me of the first time I did a video online back in 2017. And my two greatest fears at the time was that somebody would tell me that I didn't know my stuff, that I was a charlatan. And the, the other one was that I looked fat on video, okay? Oh, the, oh, the interesting ego that we all have, you know? So um, when, where, when I did the video, um, you get it, like, guess what I manifested? Like, the first thing that came out was at least there was, like, a couple of comments that said, you know, the first one was, was somebody, again, it's often somebody that you know. I don't get it. Like, it's not just somebody you don't know, but it was always, for me, somebody that I knew. And he said, you don't know what you're talking about. And someone else that I don't know had commented. He said, you need to lose some weight. Okay. And I thought, well, if you're going to kind of, I don't know, if you're going to step back, you know, the one that hurt me more was the one who'd said, you don't know what you're talking about because I'd advised him where to go on his career, which he took. And he's now, you know, very successful in the, in the career that he's doing. Um, and the other one, I just thought, well, you're probably right. I probably do need to lose some weight, but I don't know who you are. So there, there you go. <laughs> so your yeah. opinion doesn't count, so, right? <laughs> so the, the funny thing at the end of it was there was about six or seven comments that said, oh, Angela, this is so helpful. When I was doing that at the time around voice. And uh, and I knew that what I had to do was I had to, I thought, well, if, if I've just had my greatest fear happen to me and I've survived it, then let's do this for the people that are getting some value. And I continued. It's funny how, you know, at times we can get various degrees of triggering around the reaction. Like, you know, look how your post went viral and you left all the comments there because people started to chip in because they feel they have to on this point now. Um, Everybody's opinion and perspective and, and how it, really did an awful lot for your own visibility on the back of it and your your sense of just 
reaction to that in other words it, you didn't have a reaction it was like there were there was a resilience in there it didn't bother you it didn't feel like a personal attack and well but he also he attacked my grandma not yeah. me like and it was sort of it didn't like if it had been a poor personal I can't promise exactly. that I would have been so exactly. cool right exactly so I think there is just to, to help people the distinction for I think to help you all if you're if he's you don't need to block everybody. Like there'll be times where you just go, actually, it will almost do you a favor because, you know, you can find anything that anybody has posted or an opinion online. If you start searching, if people are looking at your stuff and they're interested in you, they're going to be able to find your comments, find your stuff. So choose your words carefully online as well as you would choose them offline. Don't just feel that you need to chip in. And if people are doing that to you, Notice if you feel utterly triggered, like you just might not be in the space yet where you can brush that off. So unfriend and block if necessary. And at some point as you continue to be visible, because do whatever you need to do to protect your sense of well-being so that you can be visible for your clients. At some point, it might not bother you at all. It might actually do you a favor. But some of the people I know that, you know, that I've spoken to that, get a lot of criticism online that are very successful they don't even read the stuff anymore because they've moved past it but I think if it for me my I think the point for me of this podcast was to say to people this could happen it will happen it might happen these things you you can't control as we said in the last one you can't control other people and the way that they choose to communicate about you to you shipping in or etc but you can control actually you can control via that online mechanism who gets to see it and if it's going to mean you coming away from visibility rather than being visible then do what you need to do to stay visible and stay in a feeling a good feeling that you can put that work out into the world because you will it will grow you will change you will get more resilient and at the same time, the right people will really see it and watch watch your words online because they are they are as impactful as anything that you could do or say offline. Be the person yourself in your communication that you want others to believe about you. That's that's my message behind this podcast. So until next time, take care. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches Podcast. If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches Podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. To grab this episode's free resource, visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections, and make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.